Hello and welcome to the Six Pointer podcast, uh, coming to you from Esberg in uh, Denmark. Uh, we're here today to cover the uh, Esberg versus FC Norgeland game, uh, which is taking place about six o'clock this evening. Um, this pod will probably go live either after the game or on uh, Tuesday morning. Um, just to, to bring you up to date with, with what's been happening uh, in the Danish Superliga, so FC Copenhagen have uh, actually clinched the title. Uh, we were free to win over Bromby yesterday. Um, to be fair, I mean it, it'd been on the cards for a while. Um, they're, they're something like 15 points ahead of Midland, um, and really, you know, I think they've only lost three games all season. They've been pretty spectacular um, and faultless all season, uh, and rightly deserved the title. Um, and unfortunately, the other game which I wanted us to wanted to go in Esberg's way. Uh, didn't it was uh, OB beat uh, Midgenon 3-1 Midgenon really are having some sort of fall from grace at the moment um, it seems to be that once the title is out of, out of reach um, their heads have dropped and they really have gone in a bad run of form um, and that result means that the race for third place is back on um, with OB only a point behind Esberg as it stands uh, Esberg on 30, 49 points and OB on 48 uh, Bromby 43 and FC Norgen 39 so if FC Norgen want any chance really of um, well, I don't think actually I don't think they can even finish fourth at this rate um, so I mean Esberg I think will actually go into this game as favourites even though they've sort of been underdogs and overperforming all season um, so hopefully later on we'll have a chat to uh, Yamas Lindhart who is the um, local journalist here and also meeting with um, Esberg's communications officer um, Kenny Paulson at some point um, I'm not sure we'll be able to get him on the pod or not if we have time um, but if not we'll hopefully be able to take some pictures of him um, and we'll just talk about doing maybe a bit of the website um, but hopefully uh, Esberg will get the result they need today um, it, will, it will move them further away from, from OB and, and really look to clinch that third uh, that third space which is the Europa League space and um, the fourth space this year goes to the um, Europa League playoffs um, where they then uh, play uh, the teams which have been in the two relegation rounds finish best out of them um, so fingers crossed for a good result uh, this evening for Esberg um, and next time you'll hear from me will either be at or after the game Hello and welcome back to the Six Pointer Podcast and I'm sitting here with Esberg fan and local journalist uh, Jan Maslinhart. Jan, how are you? Pleasure to have you on the pod again. Yeah, nice to be back and uh, fine, thank you. Excellent. I, I, I could not- be better if Esberg had won the game, but uh, well, that's, didn't. That, that's obviously something we're, we're, t- we're touching on. Obviously, it's a pleasure to have you on the pod and I'm sure a few of our Danish listeners will be, will be, uh, will be pleased that, you, that you're back on and, and giving the expert opinion on, on, on Danish football. Um, but yeah, I mean, let's touch on the game, obviously, we just saw it. It's Esberg nil, uh, Norsen nil. Um, a game which, given that uh, Odin's... Um, win at Midgeland yesterday at the day of recording um, it felt like one that Esberg needed to win and it didn't how, how do you feel about the game how do you feel the game went just give us your thoughts first of all I would I will agree with you on that one because Esberg would be, have been in a really good position for the Bronx medals if they had won the game now they need to win probably they probably need to win against Odense and 
also that makes uh, a couple of difficult games afterwards against uh, Copenhagen and, um, and Midtjylland. Yeah, but the game today, it was a difficult game for SBR. They didn't, uh, they, 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 they let Norseland have the ball too, too much. The, the pressure play didn't, didn't really, um, they, they didn't manage to, they didn't manage to succeed, to succeed with the pressure. And um, then the players started to. Yeah, I spoke to John Lammers, the coach, afterwards, and yep. he said he saw a tiredness, maybe not physical, but mental, because mental fatigue. Yeah, well, if if you run for the ball again and again, and um, and you don't win it back, and uh, then you start losing your belief in that you can win it, and that's why maybe you only run at eighty percent or ninety percent, but. And, and if you want to, to, to play with a, a, pr a high pressure, you need to run with 100% all the time. And they didn't do it. Yeah, I mean, I said, I said it was especially interesting, wasn't it, in the, in the first half, where especially the first sort of 10, 15 minutes, uh, Norgeland had, had, had the majority of the ball and the majority of the game. And, and you always said that Esberg were almost like a second half team and came out fighting in the second half. But just, just to touch on some of the Norgeland players, because I was expecting a lot from um, is it Andrew Scott Olsen, who, who's obviously made a lot of few headlines. He's only 19, I think, is he still? He's still I think he's still 19. Maybe, 19. maybe he turned 20, maybe 19, I'm not sure. 20, he, but, but he's he's the the, the teenager to score the most goal in yeah. the Danish Premier He's got twenty goals. Twenty one. Yeah, twenty one goals. Yeah, and he, yeah. I mean, I've I've been watching him throughout the season, and I thought he looked a real handful. But do you think it's credit to Esper that they managed to sort of nullify his um, threat today, and yeah. and also, I mean, it may perhaps doing that gave it was it number eleven, wasn't it? Is Godshaw? Is it Donoy? Um, on the other side, who I thought it was was really really impressive. I mean, he 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 actually did quite like, quite well. And there's a couple of times that I turned to you and I said it was a couple of sort of step overs that was a little bit Wilfred Zaha esque back back in the early days, obviously. Um, do, do you think that sort of credit to Esbert they were able to nullify that, but they maybe then left a bit of space on on the other side for for, for Donoy? I'm not, I'm not sure that's why Donoy got the space because actually I think. Uh, he was marked by Yemba several times, but he just walked past him. Uh, and that's uh, definitely not the best game from Yemba, who SBR maybe are looking at as maybe the major sale object. Mm -hmm. But uh, he won't get sold after from this game. From only. that performance? No, <laughs> definitely not. But, but uh, Jesper Laudsen on the other side, it's not the first time he cancelled Andreas Goals and um, qual qualities and um, of course, everybody knows what Andres Goldson wants. Yeah. He wants to take a step in, 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 inside the pitch and, uh, and finish in the far corner. Mm -hmm. Like Messi, like Robben, like so many other players. And he's good at it too, but at this moment he, he, he can be better yet. Because if, if, if Esbe can castle him, so can other teams in, in Europe and where he might be going someday. Sure. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously he's still only 19 years old, so, so there's a long way for him to go in his career. Um, but let's touch a bit on the second half because Esper came out and they were probably the better team in the second half, I think it's fair to say. Yeah, uh, I think so. And, and there was one major chance that, that, that Andrew Petra had um, where he came on about 70 minutes, 75 minutes, he might have came on, um, and he sort of squandered that. And that was probably the, the most guilt-ed chance of, of the game, of the barring... Game. I think there was a, there was an opportunity at the other end for Norsen that um, Hoiberg made made a good save, didn't mm. it? But um, 
but it was, it was interesting to see that it was a game of few chances. But a little, I, I went to touch on Hoiberg a little bit because I think I said to you that I, I watched the show rule before the game and, and he was seen as making quite a few errors in the earlier part of the season. But in this championship round, he's really come into his own, isn't he? He's, he's really become a great asset to, to Desper. I think he's uh, maybe the, the player in form, one of the players in form on, on this team mm. because, um, as you say, he had made some mistakes uh, during the season. He made it in, uh, in Odense when, uh, when we went out of the cup tournament. Uh, was that the one that went through his legs, was it, or did he, or did he put it in there? Was, wasn't it? Oh, I'm, Sorry, I saw it on the screen before the game. I'm confusing now, don't I? Right. I just have a black out now. But but he it's, it's good to block those things out anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but I do rem I do remember one where against Lundsa as well in the league where he just uh, dropped it uh, dropped a, a shot from a very narrow angle inside the goal and uh, he had some of these games where and and also with his feet where, where he just gave the ball to the opponent. Uh, in the dangerous position and it cost a goal but it's like he's starting to play safe and he's on his day he's also a very good goalkeeper and he, I believe he's maybe the keeper in the league with most clean sheets this season mm. at the moment and um, it's another one today obviously as well another one today so, yeah. no I mean I, I, from what I've, what I've watched him um, I, I've, I've been quite impressed and I think he's a really good shop stopper um, that's, that's his biggest quality yeah I think and his, uh, his problem is maybe the play with, with his feet, but also there has he been a better player mm. in the championship game. I mean, but as with all, all goalkeepers, as they mature, they get better, don't they? And they understand, they get more experience and understand the game more. I just wanted to touch on something that me and you were speaking, I think, last week. And you mentioned, obviously, um, obviously Esberg is sitting third in the league at the moment. A point ahead, is it a point? No, it's two points ahead of, of OB at the moment, mm. isn't it? Um, but you felt that Esberg's sort of achievement this year have been not recognised. Do you think it's sort of sort of more widely, or, or, or is it? Was it? Do you think that you know that people aren't giving Esberg the recognition, or, or you know, for the achievement that they've made this season? Given the fact they obviously were promoted last season and, and they're now sitting pretty in third position. When Esbjerg when came into this championship round, people were talking about Norseland and Poinbu yeah. and Odense and, and the big names. Uh, and there were some yeah. in Copenhagen where, the, where the, the journalists in Copenhagen, they were talking about Esbjerg as a team. I would almost say that they were a bit annoyed that Esbjerg were in the championship round because they couldn't do anything. You felt like they, some of them felt they had no right to be there. Almost. Yeah, exactly. Right. And they proved them wrong, but mm. that's the... After the first 15 minutes against Copenhagen, where they looked like this team, they all thought they were. Mm. After those minutes, Esbjerg has been on fire yes. and, and had, hadn't looked... They didn't look back after that. And up with Copenhagen, and I think Aarhus as well. They are one of the form, form teams in, in, in the league at the moment. Obviously, the league is split, but yeah, I mean, Aarhus yeah. are doing very well at the moment as well, aren't they? But they are one of the form teams at the moment. Um, but yeah, as I say, credit to, to, to Esbjerg that they're, they're, they're sort of even in that position and and uh, competing for this Europa League qualifying space and hopefully avoiding the playoffs. But um, something you and I spoke about before the game was that 
obviously there's tough games coming up now for, for Espo. They've got the big game on Friday, which hopefully you will be attending in, in person. And then they've got Copenhagen. I just got a nanny for the for, there we my, go. for my children. It's, so. it's, 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 there you go. It's on record now as well, so it's going to happen. Um, and then uh, you've got Copenhagen and then Midgen as well. I think it's the last last few yeah, games. Copenhagen, the next home game, and then we'll end the, the season at the, at the stadium in Midtjylland, where you all also have been. I, 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 have, I have been to, I have been to, to Herning, yes, and I much prefer the the uh, Blue Water Arena. I'll, I'll put that record as saying that. Um, but given Midtjylland's drop in form, you, you might hope that you know that might be a, a less daunting task than perhaps it was conceived seen as before oh, it's it's hard to say how, how how will they react how will Copenhagen react that's true not having anything to play for yeah so um, it's all up for grabs how will Espia react mm. with the pressure suddenly on the shoulders well, fr- fr- Friday's game is, cer- is certainly going to be uh, an interesting one isn't it yeah. and it will, it, will give us an, it will give us answers I think because if if Espia lose in the I think the Bronx medals are, are gone. Right, and then, and then we, we're praying for Midland obviously to win the cup, so that they yeah. the, the, the full position becomes the the playoffs, and I yeah. can potentially come out of it again. <laughs> but um, yeah, and I think that's a good place to leave it there. Um, thank you very much for, for being on the Six Pointer podcast again. I know our Danish listeners, um, all three of them, will, will appreciate <laughs> will appreciate you taking the time to, to speak to us today, and I certainly do, and I appreciate you um, your hospitality and, and inviting me out here and. The ticket today, and um, it, it just sums up the, the sort of the welcoming sort of feeling I've had from this club, and, and the reason I've got this sort of affiliation with this club now is that um, the people like yourself uh, and everyone behind the scenes who has, has really welcomed me and the fans—it's um, a great place to be, and there couldn't be a better advert for Danish Super League, I'd say, than than Esberg. So anyone listening out there who wants to see uh, an es- uh, a Danish Super League game, come to Esberg. Thank you, Luke. Cheers. Cheers, Jan. All right, we'll leave it there. Take care.